She's like the non-basketball playing version of Sylvia Fowles. Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where we're never retiring. I'm Ari Chambers. Ooh, that so was good. perfect. Great intro. Great intro. I'm Haley. That's Jordan. We have Sierra and Harry here today. We're going to do a WNBA season preview. Um, there is so much good information in here. You are going to sound very smart. Um, take notes. Uh, do we have other housekeeping? Follow or subscribe to the YouTube um, yep. to make me and Jordan some money. Um, you can follow us at Spencer Show on Instagram and Twitter. Harry, I feel like there's just something that you were saying we should say more on the show, <laughs> but I can't remember what it was. It's slipping my mind, too. Yeah. Also, I'm sick. That's why my voice sounds like this. Just, <laughs> Jordan's sick. Just cheer um, me on. <laughs> Venmo her for cough drops at yes. What is your my name? Jordan. Just dash Jordan Liggins. Oh, dash. Okay, don't forget the dash. dash in there. Ari, you want to share your Venmo before we yeah. go to the break? I think it's Ari <laughs> Ivory. I like. I think everything with me, like including like Cash App and Venmo things, are Ari Ivory. I okay. Universal. Obviously, I'm Haley. <laughs> oh, something. Send us some money. <laughs> I yeah. say obviously because I've shared it. Run us the stacks on almost every show. <laughs> Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com spin. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Go to indeed.com slash spinsters to claim your $75 credit before April 30th. Do you guys want to start with this very exciting message I got yesterday? Yes. Okay. I got a message last night from one of the odds makers at WinBet. I don't know if we're allowed to say his name, but I think you can put two and two together. If you listen to our Vegas episode, but he yes. said, let the world know Ryan Howard is 50 to one to win MVP at WinBet." So he wanted the world to know that. Can you give me some context on why he wanted me to broadcast this to the Spencer's world? MVP? 50 to one is a very far away stretch. Like 50 oh. to one is like Jeff Bezos gets taken out in the next 10 years. <laughs> Okay, I think that's also I don't know betting, so that's not good. No, that's... fifty. Okay, so you know how the the everyone was talking about how the Derby horse was the biggest um, long shot in history. Yeah, can't remember exactly what the odds were, but the horse's odds were better than this. This is like the long, like longer than a historic long shot. Well, and Ari, I think you would agree. That makes sense because she's a rookie. So I mean, Candace Parker did it, but not everybody's <laughs> Candace Parker. You know, what a standard. That's true. Is That's Candace true. the only one to, to have won uh, MVP and Rookie of the Year in the so. same year? I believe so. And so, yeah. um, but, but Ryan has gone to the league and she's been that girl, though. It's not like it's not like she's not showing out, but, you know, she's competing against uh John Claude Jones and Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart. And it's it's not it's not going like that. You're you're taking a team that you have to reshape the culture of in Atlanta and Dream. Obviously, mm-hmm. they've been showing out 
the first few games, but this is the beginning of the season. It's very much raw and real and like nobody, um, it's not, there are not many teams that are at full strength now or at full roster. A lot of people are still overseas playing in that Turkish league. And so, um, and other leagues over there in your league, but they not every team is complete and you are going against people like JJ, who is the reigning MVP. Um, mm-hmm. Alyssa Thomas is back. Asia Wilson, who um, is allowed the space to be herself on her team this year. And um, others that can are absolute MVP contenders, but Ryan has been doing her thing. She's been doing her thing as a rookie. She's been doing her thing as an essential piece of the Atlanta dream. But a lot of times people's argument is, is the MVP the best player on the best team? And mm-hmm. Atlanta, as of now, I mean, they, they're looking way better, but I don't think they're going to be the best team when it ends up, when things just boil down to it. And so um, that's another hurdle, but she's been showing out, period. The yeah. Atlanta dream, like from an an outsider's perspective, seemed like last year there was a lot of, is drama the word? They were creating. Mess? They were creating a culture, girl. They were creating a culture. Hey, that is a wonderful. They were way establishing to say that. a culture. You got to get it together before you have it together, right? Okay. <laughs> really, the past the past couple years, I would say, but I, I think also to just put it in perspective of how excited they are to have Ryan Howard on the team, I think what they're two and oh for the first time since 2017 I saw that stat last season they only won eight games total so they're already head and shoulders above and expectations but she is a rookie she is I think one of the most valuable pieces on that team but we've already established how hard it is to make a roster spot let alone be a rookie come in and say Move over all you vets that are definitely already in the MVP race. I'm going to come in and take this trophy. It would, I think it would take a lot, but she is on the path of being a superstar in this league. And it's actually really fun to watch her game transition from college to the WNBA kind of seamlessly. It doesn't happen for a lot of people. So that's what I'm excited about. But it would be a a, a dream if she won the <laughs> I MVP. I love a good play on words, Jordan. Touche. <laughs> we love a good pun. I love how you're double gunning me. But uh, no, but that's what we knew going in. Atlanta traded up and to get the number one draft pick. And they they picked Ryan Howard. And the Mystics ended up getting exactly who they wanted in Shakira Austin. But um, mm-hmm. her, we knew her, her body, her athleticism, her style of play was already league ready. And just knowing that she's under the direction of a former player in Tanisha Wright, and they're really trying to establish a better culture for them. Like, you know, last year was rough when you, when you're, when uh, coach Nikki Collin made the decision to go to Baylor, they had a uh, interim coaches, right? So they had mm-hmm. coaches that didn't expect to be head coaches. And then you have a, a very big influx of personalities. You have a range of personalities plus no permanent head coach, plus all these transitional things happening. It's just, you're not going to see eye to eye, but this year they have the opportunity to like be led under Tanisha Wright, who's put in the years and knows what it takes to win. And, and, and now they have an established core group. Um, they're still missing some pieces because of overseas play, but Brian stepped up as she should, as we knew and balled it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry sent the time. MVP odds for that are on action network, which I don't really know if like they pull from somewhere or, 
or and not a book or whatever, but um, Ryan is nowhere to be found. So that must be why <laughs> Matoy wanted us to share this with the world because uh, it's unique. I Who guess, do they have as like it. the the front runner? I'm curious. Asia, Asia, yeah, Asia. Then yeah. Brianna Stewart, and as the the longest long shot, Brianna Jones, Ariel Atkins, Natasha Howard, and those are plus. 10,000. Also, I checked the um the derby odds just because I don't want to get kicked out of Kentucky. It they opened at 80 to 1. I know that they shrunk immediately before the race because my dad and I were joking like that those odds were so bad, but um that was an even longer shot than Ryan. So, I take mm. that back. I retract it. Don't kick me out of the state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that makes sense for Asia to be to be number one, it, I think everyone's just um, so high on aces on the aces right now. Like two games in, they everyone's just jumping on the Becky Hammond bandwagon, as you should. That's a safe, solid bandwagon to to jump on. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping on the fact that Asia has room to be herself and really have the offense play through her um, mm-hmm. because of the offseason movement. And so I want to see Asia shine. I also, I, you know, I love provocative takes. And so when I was doing my MVP preseason things, obviously we know the Asia's, the JJ's, the Brianna Stewart's of the world. But I was like, let's look at Chelsea Gray, because this is a point guard who really can facilitate mm-hmm. Um, play she can really finish and she's now under the leadership of a Becky Hammond who was a point guard herself and so just knowing that that's like the direction of the the, the program it's going to be a lot on her shoulders of their success too um, I wanted to see what Chelsea Gray what she looks like I don't know the odds of that my betting people out there but I, um, I love to throw that in there <laughs> I love that I love that and for WNBA fans, you know, new WNBA fans, if you aren't familiar, the Aces coach before was Bill Lambier. So different uh, speed and uh, tone that the Aces are going to have this year that I think definitely fits Chelsea Gray. But still, um, I saw a stat that the Aces were the fastest team in the league Mm -hmm. last year in pace. But I think it's there's still a level to jump up. And that's what I'm I'm excited to see. Chelsea's a good pick. And then what I really love, uh, another thing about the Aces, not that y'all asked me at all, but um, Kelsey Plum, is her confidence is a different level this year. And you saw glimpses of it last year, but just knowing that she's, she just looks refreshed, feels refreshed, and just mm-hmm. coming off that sixth woman of the year, she's, I mean, the sharpshooter. We know this from her college days. We This is exactly the Kelsey that we expected to come to the league, and now she's coming to her own super confident this year, and I'm excited to see like what this year brings for her. Uh, Harry says that Chelsea Gray is plus 6,000. All right, you should put kind of in the well, middle. I don't know anything about. Don't betting. give me betting advice because <laughs> if I lose money, it's on you, Jordan. <laughs> I was about to say, put some money down. And then when she wins, you'll be rich. I don't know how this works. Don't don't listen to me. <laughs> oh, I'm, I can't bet. I'm just like, oof, child. <laughs> Leave the losing money to me. <laughs> Um, I have some questions that because the three of you, I'm looping in Sierra and I want you to weigh in on this, um, keep up so closely. I, if you are, I think we have a lot of NBA listeners, but if you are interested in getting in, I would just like to ask you guys a couple questions. Like if you like this, who might you want to latch on to? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, 
can be rapid fire. You can have explanations. That's up to you. But um, if you're into a team with a very satisfying coach to watch, like, you know, you can rely on them and you take pride in it, like very Brad Stevensy, formerly very Brad Stevensy, like Spo, like some Steve Kerr heads in the house, but he doesn't really let you down. Talking NBA, he or she in the WNBA, thank God. Who would you pick? <laughs> oh. oh, historically, I would say Cheryl Reeve. Yeah. I am very confused about this year. Yes. I'm not going to doubt Cheryl Reeve because historically she has been great. Just very, very confused about uh, Minnesota right now. So I can't say that. I would say Coach T because it, Coach Tebow at um, the Washington Mystics, he mm-hmm. has historically done his work to find out those diamond in the rough. He always does it. It never fails. This year is Katie Benson. Like it never fails. Coach G will always have a diamond in the rough and it will always be to the Mystics favor. And he coaches and develops his, his athletes up. So no matter where they land on, if they want a championship or whatever rankings, he always makes me happy with how he, you know, you visibly see the players grow each year. Um, and the Mystics is, uh, they were one of my, contenders for a championship this year they still are if they can stay healthy but you see how they're not at full health right now and they have been showing out and apparently Tasha's a shooter so like that's kind of (laughs) like yay um but coach T and then if coach Kurt Miller can finish and like get a championship he would be mine because regular season Connecticut has that thing on lock okay and so and I love watching him on the sideline like him like he's very fun shirts and then like his his socks i love watching his sock game it's like (laughs) a thing for me so coach t right now and then honorable mention of coach um kurt miller that's a great explanation this is why she's the pro um i i was also going to say cheryl reeve she has won multiple championships multiple coach of the year this is the only season. Well, I don't want to say the only season, but right now we are like, "What you doing, Cheryl? We don't, we don't know the plan. We are not privy to the game plan." Um, Wait, why though? Because you both yeah, said that. yeah. I'll I'll give you backstory. So, right before the season started, she waved top players that we were all kind of expecting to be a part of this. Laser Clangin, uh, Renaya Davis, Renaya's back on hardship, and Crystal Dangerfield who just got released from Indiana after having a great game against the Lynx, which is disappointing, but you have to make space. So Yes. And Crystal Dangerfield won the rookie of the year two years ago. Mm-hmm. So like, she's, she's really good. And the other thing too, I don't know if you saw this Ari, but she kind of said this, uh, this statement, one of the last days of training camp, she was like, people are playing selfish and that is not going to be tolerated on my team. We say and six of them gone. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the next day, I was like, oh. So I don't, I kind of like this though, because she's kind of like, she's putting her foot down. She's like, this is, um, you know, Sylvia Fowles last season. I, I feel like she wanted to have a really good team. She brought back Odyssey Sims, but it's a lot of question marks so far because we like, the team, the the players that you waived could have been helping you right now, and you guys are losing. So we're like not- a point guard somewhere, anywhere. A point guard would be nice. Just saying. Just and the whole explanation fun. is they were not team players; they were playing selfish. Yeah, that was the blanket statement. 
and then just everyone got cut. So she, I don't even know if she's come out and said why specifically Crystal Dangerfield or why specifically Lasia Clarendon, but it was just kind of, uh, my timeline was shook of WNBA yeah. Twitter when that happened. So, um, but that was one, I think, um, trying to think of some i i think cheryl reeve would have been my choice if you like a brad stevens if you want someone that's kind of just going to be solid you know pretty much that would be minnesota Lynx. maybe this yeah. is like just to complete the brad stevens parallel like the, his last year <laughs> like her last year. <laughs> not oh, his no. literal like not her literal last year but how he performed in his final year mm-hmm. which was regrettable sierra <laughs> <laughs> what about you what do you think uh, not to be, not to go full Homer, but James Wade on the Chicago sky, he get he gets to the sky and yeah, he just won a championship for one, but he gets to the sky in what, 2019 and immediately they're just like so much better than they were before. And I read obviously a lot of stuff about the sky and it's a lot of players like talking about how he creates a really good like family dynamic on the team. Yeah. Um, and then I've been to a bunch of sky games and he's, he's really fun to watch on the sideline too. I like a, I like a coach that will argue for his players. So that's kind of yeah. he really checks that box. I love how very animated it allows like Candace to be Candace on that team. Yeah. I think that was a big discrepancy between Candace and Derek Fisher. And so when she was able to go home and um, have that type of voice and the trust in the coach, that's really really special. And so he's he's groomed his or James Wade has like allowed his vets to be vets and to mm. be vocal and to mm-hmm. really carry their team. Is that how Derek also, Fisher was limiting her or was it in another way? He just wasn't letting I don't her know how to mess, girl. I don't know how to mess. I just know it didn't work. And there were a lot of movements happening. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love. Yeah, there was a yeah. reason we did not mention Derek Fisher. On <laughs> oh, I know how you. I'm not gonna get me caught up. You know how I feel. Don't even but, uh, let me get on my Jordan talking. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think you look at the way that like Kalia Copper has come into her own as like a new star in the league, and then how Dana Evans is performing just this season. I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm into this player development that's going on. Is it player development, or is it they just have the, the? Okay, so for Ka, it was it was only a matter of time, right? You you have the the platform to do it. I mean, she, we didn't see much from her from the Mystics, and she got to Chicago, and then it was just all about finding the pieces. So I guess it is like yeah, having them gel together. But she had the, the the chance. I'm always about like the fit and the space to do what yeah. you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And then Dana now, because Ka's not in town, like Dana's able to just ball out and she had the options yeah. to really sharpen up her game. And it's not her first year anymore, it's her second. And so she she knows what it is to be a champion and like wants to get it again. So yeah. Yeah. This Global is music legend. to Haley's. Yeah, music to the Haley's ears. <laughs> I was like, that's enough Ryan Howard talk. Let's get on to Louisville. First. Let's get on to all things Sky. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, if you are like me and you love teams like the Charlotte Hornets and you don't want to be on the bandwagon, you want to be driving or at least go running alongside the bandwagon, um, teams that can surprise you that you would bet on, um, high risk, high reward. Who's your team? To me, that's the fever. That's the Indiana fever that are like so young, but they, I've said this, I've said this before of like, they have 90% rookies on their roster. So they have really nothing to lose. And I think about that for the Charlotte Hornets team, like there were no expectations 
on that team to do anything. It was just like, how are we figuring it out? Let's just throw alley-oops to each other. Let's like, let's have fun because no one's expecting us to do anything. And that's what this Indiana Fever to me team could do because they are super young. They're trying to figure out, they're trying to get their chance. They have a chance in this league. They're trying to show out that they belong. And it could be like, let's just have fun. Let's throw alley-oops to each other because no, everyone has us at the bottom of the preseason rankings of every ranking. So let's just go for it. That's my thoughts. Ari is looking at me like, I mean, I, just, I Indiana, I have PTSD story. from like emotional <laughs> investment in because just from 2012 to now, it's just been, it's been rough for me, but I agree with you. They don't have anything to lose. They have great rookies, uh, you know, rookies who are prepared to play in the league you see that with destiny henderson you see that with emily Engsler. you see that with Alyssa smith and queen is even holding it down um so it's 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 yes sure i would say more <laughs> so of an atlanta even though it's way too early to predict how they're going to play the rest of the year just because atlanta has a healthy balance of that right they have a yeah. super rookie uh in ryan howard hopefully we'll see nas develop a little bit more but then they also have a mix of good vets that haven't really uh, had a chance to really showcase what they can do. Like Monique Billings, super quick, super great dominant presence, um, super feisty, and uh, who's a big. And then Cheyenne Parker as well. And so it's just like things like that. And now Erica Wheeler is um, in Atlanta from LA. So she's probably playing with a chip on her shoulder. She always plays with a chip on her shoulder. Like mm -hmm. there, there are so many elements of Atlanta that I'm like, yes, get it behind. And, you know, new coach. They have a fairly new arena. It's just a new culture situation they're led by renee montgomery like they're owned by renee montgomery so like just that that team is so special it's very player driven player led because they're former players in leadership positions and i think they have a a great chance to like really do well on the court and impact the community off the court yeah um i have a slightly different take i think the liberty are kind of a fun team to like casually root for because it feels like for the last three years, it's always been like, yeah, like the Liberty are going to be good this year. Like Liberty have like Sabrina now, you know, this is going to be their year. And then they'll give us a couple games where it's like, okay, maybe the Liberty are real. And then at the end of every season, it's like, they're not, but they have really fun branding and they can pull out some really fun games. And, yeah. And every once in a while, Sabrina hits like a half court shot and then blocks somebody straight back into their face. And so you can like throw on your Liberty jersey and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is great. And at the end of the season... Well, <laughs> we'll see what happens this season. But that, but that teal is great. You look no, really but, cute uh, in your mint in your mint t-shirt. The the Liberty does like there's somebody to root for for everybody on the Liberty. Like uh, yeah. you know, last year Ben Naja was really like, yes, girl, go off. And this year mm -hmm. she's coming off the injury, so it's gonna be interesting to see her. Um, Dee Dee Richards, if you don't even like basketball, you'll love her. So there's that. And then last year's bench was super fun. Um, then they have the international aspect between Hanzu and when Beck Allen gets there, they, you know, whether you're Australia or you're Asia, like just both of them. And then, yeah. and then they just have really, um, a great way to be in the community because they are in Brooklyn. It's the heart of, you know, everything yep. at Barclays. And so, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. It's, um, they exceeded expectations last year. They, they got to playoffs. Yeah. But like that last minute eight spot, because the Mystics just lost three games in a row. And we're like, <laughs> all you had to do was win one. Yeah, all you had to do. Was <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess being in New York, I 
you know, that's, that's, that's the organization I grew up with. That's the, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. a cheerleader for them. I, I've been heavily involved in it, but I still go Atlanta for, for this year. <laughs> just, just saying. What if you, what if the reverse, you're a masochist and you're latching onto a team with high expectations, but they are not going to do well, or just a player who you expect to lead the team, but maybe she should have retired. Not getting specific, but you're not about to get me caught up. This is messy. You messy. How about you answer the question, Haley? <laughs> I don't know if that's a situation that exists, but if it does exist, oh. I'll be the brave one to say Connecticut get it done this year. Don't disappoint me, because Connecticut is my team. Sure. Like Connecticut, Chicago, and uh, I would say the Sparks are like pretty much my teams. And so I just really want Connecticut to finish it. We've seen them be right there since 2019. So like, yeah, please finish it out. Please finish yeah. it out. Because they've always, they consistently have the best regular season record. And then you get to playoffs and it's like, dang it. I mean, dang it. But they've added back Courtney Williams. She was in Atlanta last year. And then they added Dewana Bonner. And now they've had a chance at jail since 2019 when they went to um, the the final game with Washington, and so the Washington had the edge back then. They just they just were better gelled, and so yeah, yeah. That's a the Connecticut sign are like twenty seven dresses. Like they are always the bridesmaid, never the bride. And mm-hmm. that's I would want them to finally, you know, Alyssa Thomas is healthy. Yeah, she's back and looking great. Like looking great. I meant looking like crazy, great. like great. <laughs> looking really, really good. And it's so hard to look at a team that has Alyssa Thomas and say, how do you not win? And Alyssa, John Quell, Brianna, Jazz, yes. like Dewana, all of them. Like all of them. Courtney, of the them. best mid-range shooter in the league. Like what? <laughs> it, Jordan. It makes sense. That metaphor yeah. of 27 dresses, like who is the James Marsden? Who takes it over the edge? Mm. Makes him a bride. I it might be Courtney Williams. Like it might be adding her back on this team because she was a part of. Just for context, she was a part of the team that you know got far into the playoffs. She left to the Atlanta Dream. They didn't have a good season. Now they signed her back, and she's. I'm. I'm positive she's like okay we got to finish what we didn't finish a couple years ago like Mm -hmm. that's why I'm back to kind of close this chapter we were so close every they were also (laughs) Ari I'm (laughs) I wonder what you think about this they were also really (laughs) talking about the the underratedness of them but they were still the best uh in the regular season like they've been at the top let me tell you something about me and Connecticut's long-standing disrespect you know how they had that like disrespect, like another word I, play. I didn't predict them to win one year. I was like, yeah, they're just not gonna win. And then Courtney, who's actually one of my good friends, is like, yeah, Ari doesn't believe in us. And they just started this whole campaign of disrespect. I'm like, Connecticut, nobody's sleeping on y'all. Like, literally, y'all have been consistently the top team regular season for so long. And ev- you think everybody's against you? Nobody's against you. We just want y'all to finish. <laughs> There, this is breaking news. The whole disrespect was because of Ari Chambers. It was because <laughs> I, it, it was it was. I have videos, transcripts. I have nightmares from them. I'm like, I never will I ever disrespect Connecticut again. But like, Jesus Christ, nobody else said. <laughs> nobody else said that. Oh, but yeah, that's that might be the person that that uh, finally gets them the ring. See what it is there. I'm on a roll. 
Uh, Sierra, do you have one? Um, a team I don't know. that will I fail don't... you. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. Um, boy, no, I don't think so. I don't think there's no. The thing about the WNBA is because there's only like you know twelve roster spots, four teams. Uh, Less than that this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is yeah. it this year? Now instead of 144 players, it's probably going to be 132. So it's 10 what? Total why is why the difference? It's the CBA salary cap. Long story for you know probably oh, okay. not this short podcast, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like hours and hours. You could talk about how there should be a soft cap instead of a hard cap because you know caters whatever. Anyway, yes, it, salary cap. Is it basically <laughs> yeah. that the players got an agreement to make more, and so to get the same amount of money across the league, they cut spots? Nailed it. Yep. That is nice. fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, if we're gonna <laughs> so if rocks. we're gonna actually pay you, then that takes away whole salaries away yeah. from players. And that is it's it's not what they asked for. That's not what we're asking for. You that's know what I mean? That has to be so frustrating. Yeah, it is. And that's that's the main argument is that it should be a softer cap, but because it's such a hard cap that teams can't go over then it's like okay we just get ready to play more because we don't have any any extra backup is it is it at all similar to how the nba is structured where there is the hard cap and then there is over the hard cap there's the um, blanket or is there no, no there's no, no. no the cap. okay there's no it's and an so, actual hard cap like for, for context sue bird is getting seventy thousand dollars. she's agreed to the vet minimum so that they can have space to have a full Seattle roster. So it's, 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 that's just some context for you. And that's why like Kurt has had to be so like meticulous in the structure of his um, roster because he had, he wanted to keep that core group, that championship group together. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to do that, they don't have much room for any like extra weight. People are not having the, the vet maxes like, People are agreeing to take less money so that they can be a stronger team. And then it's like the star players get more money and that affects the like the this like the mid-level vet. Yeah. And that's why you see a lot of great talent getting waived from the league in general because they're it's too much to pay them because they can't get that 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 fifty, sixty thousand dollar range, but they're not going to make the hundred eighty, hundred and ninety dollars. And so yeah. Right. And I'm sure for some of them they think okay or i could just go make more money right yeah over yeah yeah Yeah. and then now they're signing these hardship contracts which allow you to pay players less that's why you see so much movement it's like Mm -hmm. oh no wave them before the roster pick them up on hardship or pick them up on a 10 day and it's cheaper Mm -hmm. that's why you see people constantly signing 10 day contracts because it's cheaper it's like a cheap way to get the player you want you saw that kind of like with shatori walker kimbrough last year Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah Wow. Sucks. That, it that sucks. Does. Um, yeah. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to talk about how to fix that and Sue Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sue Bird. It's all part of your agenda. Um, I almost wore my Sue Bird shirt to this. If you don't have players on the field with the right skills, whether it's breakaway speed or elite playmaking ability, you're going to have a tough time winning. The same goes for your business. Indeed is a fast, simple way to make sure you're hiring MVPs. 
Go to Indeed.com slash Spinsters to claim your $75 credit before April 30th. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts at indeed.com slash spinsters. Offer valid through April 30th. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Indeed.com slash spinsters. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner has a product I use every morning first thing when I wake up or when my dog wakes me up. It's Athletic Greens, which is essentially a bunch of supplements and probiotics and words that sound made up. They're so healthy like adaptogens, all mixed into one green scoop, which I can mix into water in the morning and carry around with me as I start the day. I started using Athletic Greens because I'm lazy. This is a wonderful endorsement so far, and I didn't want to take a bunch of vitamins in the morning. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash spin. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash spin to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, yeah, I I have always loved Suburd. Um Give it to me straight about Suburd, guys. Don't hold back. You, what should I prepare necessarily? for? I know. You ain't go get you ain't go get me caught up. Violence today. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you the glad only, you came on the pod, Ari? <laughs> the only thing well, I, I thought say, this was going to be a kumbaya. <laughs> no. What is this? I feel like a spotlight. Is on I'm going to go She's great. Truly. Just break she it to me. Foster. Break it to me gently. If there's something. She helps foster talent. She Look how she's developed Jordan Canada, who's now in LA, facilitating for mm, LA. Mm. She has such an impact on the league, generational. Been here since, what, 03? Has, has all the championships she could possibly win in life. And so I'm, I, you know, one last go round and let's, let's step it out because you're great on broadcast school bird. And I love laughing yeah. at you and Diana, as y'all are drunkenly telling us about basketball, because you have a lot of knowledge about basketball because it's been so long of you playing basketball. And so I'm so happy that, um, you can have this, this last go round and really play, play at the arena that Seattle has built mm-hmm. and, in this climate change arena, shout out to them. Um, it's making it happen. Have the last go round. So Climate that, change arena? Isn't it? Is that a facetious thing or a real thing? No, I think that's literally the name of it. <laughs> that's literally the name of it? All right. Yeah. Who? <laughs> What's the sponsor <laughs> there? Climate change. And so the girls are playing climate, climate change. Climate pledge. Oh, okay. Same, pledge. same thing, though. Climate pledge arena. I was like, who climate is this? Is the Republican arena. Party sponsoring this? Like, what is going Yikes. on? Yikes. Not me wrong. Loud and wrong. But yes, climate pledge. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, <coughs> I heard the important, I heard the important emphasized word in that. Yeah. In that answer. 
which I was I just, so long. <laughs> no, but, no, but it's, it's great because like what she's doing, she's now, she, like I said before, she accepted the vet minimum so that there can be yeah. other people thriving. That's very selfless of her. And so she's been able to like give one more year at the, the arena, the new arena and the program that she literally built. And mm-hmm. you know, the WNBA is 26 years old. She's been what, 19, 20 years. So like, is the, you're, you are the majority of the WNBA. And so she's going to bow out in the, in such a victorious way. And we love that for her. Yeah, yes. truly. She is, she, um, no, I'm not going to ask that. Cause that's just going to be received <laughs> with more criticism from you guys. So I'll ask that offline. Um, My favorite thing though, was when Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi were doing their own, uh, broadcast of March Madness and uh, Bill Walton came on and was like, I just can't believe you guys are not in the Hall of Fame yet. And they were <laughs> like, like, we're still we're playing. Still playing Bill. <laughs> we are, we're still currently active WNBA players. Oh, Bill Walton was probably high as fuck as normal. Probably. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. That was my favorite. That just, that just goes to show that. They've been in the league while Diana Taurasi is not confirmed. She said, bro, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. She said, I'm, I'm yeah. going. Thank Five you. Five more years. Count it. <laughs> the original Tom them. Brady move. Exactly. She's like, don't assume. <laughs> never. I am still never here. Assume. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Can we rewind to when I couldn't think of the word for when you go past the hard cap in the NBA and I called it the blanket? And it's really called the tax apron. <laughs> I like blanket apron. Same God, it's so, it cozy. shows how long it's been since I've had to write a stupid fucking piece about the NBA hard cap or like the hard cap of the fucking LA Where? Lakers or something. Thank God, <laughs> I'm a better Lakers. person now. <laughs> you are. I'm Love happy you forgot that word. I'm that more. Means, that shows growth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, what's another good category for if this is if you're trying to change teams, if this is your um real year of of getting league pass for the W and diving in, um, buying tickets. I know I'm That's definitely gonna be going to some fever games because they're close to where I'm at right now, but also Emily. Um mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch her at the next level. I feel like she's gonna be a big surprise to everybody. Yeah, she's yeah. good. She had she's a great really showing in the tournament, but <clears throat> I still don't think that captured everything that she could do. She did so much for that Louisville team, mm-hmm. but um, I think that if she's allowed to specialize, it'll be even better. So we'll see. But Fun fact, she was sick in the tournament, and so for her to make that much noise, not COVID, but she yeah. was sick in the tournament, so for her to make that much noise was really, really dope. And cover that um, much ground, just like mm-hmm. physically. You know, she was everywhere yeah. um, on defense, and she helped out so much on offense, too, which I think surprised a lot of people. She's going to develop really well. And yeah. I was really rooting for Kiana Smith to make a team, but obviously limited spots, but Kiana really impressed me. Uh, yeah, way. totally. Do you guys yeah. – ha- what is the – we talk about in the NBA a lot um, the fact that some sp- some young players are just discarded without much second thought. But what they have is an infrastructure where they can go to the G League or they can go play overseas for a while and then come back. What happens to the the college player or the former WNBA player who is um, waived? 
Like what what is your second option? What do you do? And do we often see them back ever? Like do you see somebody make waves again in the W or is it like you have to stay to get that kind of attention and looks from GMs? I think we have a really unique uh, turning point now where you know, overseas is still super elite. And then we have athletes mm-hmm. unlimited that just started last year. So it gives people a better look at it. Um, yep. You saw that with Taj Cole getting her training camp contract, Lauren Manis and um, players like that. Um, Shea Petty is a good testament of keep coming back. She made training camp, I think seven times before she made the full um, roster and she's a champion. So like, it's just, it, it and you see her being clutch in big moments. Then Sydney Colson who didn't play last year, who's back. Mm-hmm. under the direction of Becky Hammond this year. You see Rebecca Gardner, who just came and bought out for Chicago, and she was a UCLA legend and really, really showed up, but hadn't had that chance to show up, but had been playing overseas. I mean, she's 31, so she's in my class. So, well, how long have we been out of school? Mm-hmm. Nine years. So, like, <laughs> it took her nine years to get there, but there, there are ways, but it's not that likely, <clears throat> but it's possible. It's possible to be on a training camp roster for almost a decade and make a team and and be a set piece on a team after that. There's it's possible to play your first eight or nine years and then get waived and not play a year and then come back. It's possible to never be on a team and then just get picked up and make a splash. It's not likely the statistics statistically, if you're betting on it, since we talked numbers at the beginning, <laughs> it's not likely, but it's possible. Yeah, I think the WNBA is still regarded as the top league in the world so everyone is trying to come back trying to be a part of you know I used to say 144 but it's like 133 so I think that already shows just how this is an elite elite club once you get in it even if you're just there for a year or a couple games like you are showing trying to show your resume this is a tryout like i just belong to be here i can play at this level and if you if you get waived or if you don't get picked up you're going overseas to say that like you're trying to make a splash to say i belong in the w we loved athletes unlimited because it just made us all open our eyes of how much talent a lot of those players were not in the league or they used to be or like I think of Ty Young who people were saying she retired she was like I didn't retire I just am not on a team so like she could still hoop the women's drew is also a place like that where there's so much talent that um you know we're realizing it's just not enough spots to fit all this talent but everyone I would say we're trying to get to the W like that's the ultimate. So if you say, okay, I didn't make it this year. I'm going to go grind overseas. I'm going to average 30. I'm going to get the league MVP. I'm going to get defensive player a year. I'm going to get all of that just to show that I belong in the W. And that's what a lot of players are happening. You said, you know, my uh, coach T at the Washington mystics, got Rui Machida, who is a point guard from Japan and was doing amazing on the Olympic stage and dishing out, like, I think she averaged almost 13 assists a -hmm. game during the Olympics. And he got hurt. And, like, that was the biggest stage that she shined on. And that was something that said, okay, you belong in the W. So everything is kind of like this big tryout to Mm -hmm. make sure that you get on or get picked up or get a chance to make a training camp roster it doesn't guarantee you you make a spot but everyone just wants to get that chance to make it into the league 
Yeah. Well said. Well said. Yeah, it's like such fierce competition. Um, Some of the best players aren't even getting – well, best young players don't even get the opportunity to develop in the W, yeah. I think the fierce competition should persist. Like, I love fierce competition. I I think it makes people better. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, my heart pains – doesn't pain for the rookies that don't make it. I think the rookies could stand to develop overseas. Um, Some of them – think they're pro ready and have done great in their respective conferences but their coaches aren't uh, preparing them to be pros there's the difference between like the culture of that um my heart breaks for mid-level players like like how the how like it just hard it, it breaks my heart for mid-level players that just are solid but can't find their way on a roster or can't feel confident in staying on a roster because of yeah um, how much how much suffocation these these rosters have Right, totally. Or even Good point. maybe doesn't feel security, like if you get injured or can't afford to play in the WNBA if you're a mid-level player and you're waiting for that like next big contract. Yeah, it's the injuries suck, and then some. It's like it's very selective on who uh, coaches decide to wait on for in- injuries and who coaches decide to provide, um, you know, help and rehab and recovery for. And that's really that's mm-hmm. the saddest part to see because. You know, several of the people I'm closest to are um, dealing with that now. And I just I just wish there was some aid for the, the injured players as well. It's, it's beyond the roster spots. It's like what happens when you're injured, even if it is offseason, because you are going overseas. What happens mm-hmm. when you're injured and your timeline is pretty short, but it's not going to be in time for the season to begin. And then next year, it's going to be the players are going to have to choose between EuroLeague and here because of uh, reporting the camp. You'll get fined or completely penalized and won't make roster. So there's there's just so much that I'm like, I wish there was some consideration with um, the players' circumstances a little bit more. Do you all have a like <laughs> most could have what could have been player who kind of fits into that category of what you're talking about? Slipped through the enormous crack that has been created through rules like what you were just talking about which is new um the fine right it's new that they could get fined coming back late from europe yeah that'll that'll be initiated next year okay so i guess just in general like slip through the crack of injury or wrong place wrong time like the team didn't have room for them but could have been a star maggie lucas comes to mind for me super hard worker Mm. played at penn state i believe um, but let me keep thinking about that because yeah, like, yeah, I know for there sure. are a lot in EuroLeague that are just like, I mean, balling out. Yeah, that that's the thing. It's so hard to to say one player because it it takes, you know, watching a EuroLeague women season for you to say like, oh, I remember her. Like, this is where she is. Like, right. I, I watched the pretty much all of the season, you know, last season. And I had that over and over of like, wait, she was a hooper in college. Like, this, and now she's the star of this team overseas. But if you just watch the W each summer, you don't watch your league. You didn't watch Athletes Unlimited. You kind of, you forget of all of these players that didn't, you know, either something didn't work out or it's all about, you know, who is, I think in the W, every team is a super team. So who is that superstar that's in your position that it was no way you were going to kind of break through? Maybe if you were on another team, it would have worked out. But since you were drafted to this team, it was just really hard. And so 
that's kind of my favorite thing about overseas is just being reminded of oh my gosh that player was so good how is she not on a team now or I know a team that could use her right now how is she not coming back um but it's hard to say one player because it happens every single season right yeah Jordan you should scout you should get paid to scout <laughs> oh period uh, I would be so bad. Oh, you're so nice. Come over here. Let's give you some money. <laughs> you have good energy. Oh, my God. Yeah, great good vibe. Vibe. I like vibe. I love your outfit. You want to come <laughs> to Minnesota? I'd be the worst. <laughs> um, Harry, did you give another sign for another ad read? Or for another ad break? I did. If there's... Uh, wow, look at us. Mm-hmm, the Hello, people. advertisers. <laughs> okay, I hey. guess we're taking a break. Um, and then we're going to talk about what's something juicy. <laughs> favorite, pl- or I guess favorite players to watch, like must watch, can't miss a game player. So think about that. Mm. We're going to talk about that when we get back. So who is your, you cannot miss a single game of this person playing? Right now, right I would now. Say that right now, my hot one is Ron Howard. I am very, very big on the rookie right now, Ron Howard or Destiny Henderson. I'm looking out for the rookie. Yeah. I pretty much am familiar with all of our faves um, in in the vet category or even the second year category. But Ron and Destiny really been giving me exciting minutes. So okay, oh. those those are great answers. That's I'm good. Into that. Sierra, you go. Um. I already talked about her this pod, but it's going to be Dana Evans. If she keeps playing like this for this guy, I know things are going to change because we're going to get Kalia back and Ali Quigley back. So her minutes might drop a little bit, but not if she keeps playing well, you know, eventually they'll have mm-hmm. to play her. So she's been a friggin' blast and a half. Haley is definitely paying you to give. I know. Yeah. So is that extra? Haley, I'll she's text you my voice. You. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for me, it's it's Arike. Arike Gumbawale, one of my favorite players. She's, I, I can't even describe it. It's so fun to watch her every single time. Like, even her her bad games, it's, it's one of those times I was just watching, like, Steph the other night. And you're surprised when he misses. Like, you are like, oh, like, it looked good. Everything looks good. And that's how Arike is to me. Also, really great merch. Like, probably one of the best just individual branding merch that she has. Arike is a great name and it looks good on a shirt. Boy, I, just, I gotta Google just it. I throw that, throw that out. Not sponsored, but uh, <laughs> but <you could> be. <laughs> it's really good. It could be. Yeah, send me some merch, Arike. Um, <laughs> but she's she's really exciting. And now, you know, her rookie year and the early years, she didn't have too much help, so it was kind of you know all on her. Um, she. Came up short in Rookie of the Year to Nymphisa Collier. But now she has some pieces that now we're able to see her um, dishing out. Marina Mabry is also great. Um, they have Tierra McCowan now. So I I love watching Arike, and that's it's kind of a no-brainer for me. Like, the season starting, I get to watch more of Arike. I watched her in EuroLeague, too. She's, she's amazing. Period. Oh, and then last one. Candace Parker, because we don't know if she's stepping away. She literally casually dropped on Kristen Ledlow, like, hey, it might be my last year. I'm like, what do you mean, Candace? You can never retire from basketball. So I'm going to be watching all of her moves, like, every single second of it, because we don't know when the end of Candace Parker era is going to be. Yeah. Very I don't I don't know if my basketball heart 
can take it. If Candace, Sue, Denial. and okay. Syl all leave at the same time, that's just like, I don't even know what I would do. And then Diana Taurasi just chilling, like, don't worry about me, y'all. I got five yeah. more years. But that is, that's really an era of WNBA basketball players. And like a new page is turning for people to come in those like goat spots. But I'm, it would t totally be Candace to be like, that was it. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm that gonna was spend fun. time with my family. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Like, yeah. no, Candace, you can't go anywhere. Yeah, we're not gonna let you. We yeah. Oh, that would be a bummer. <laughs> Closing my mind to that reality. Yes, I know. I'm like, we can't end here. on that. Give we another. Can't, we can't. Give we can't another opinion that about something. Darkness to this pod. My bad, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We can't end on that. Um, I'll piggyback on Destiny Henderson. Anything is possible. One of the best nicknames in the W, just going by Henny. I, I'm so excited. She, you know, dropped pretty far in the draft. She went in the second round. That made me so nervous that she might not make a team because there were first rounders that didn't make a team. But again, with this Indiana Fever team, Rookies are getting an opportunity, and that's my favorite part. She's able to show that she belongs here in every single game so far this season. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, she really belongs here. She's really, really fun to watch. And also, they're marketing the hell out of her. Indiana Fever loves, loves marketing her. There, She's on the posters. She's on everything on the Twitter. So she's a superstar, and that's why I was like, oh, she ain't getting cut. They're getting too no. many likes based off of... No. Her, her picture so that has definitely helped her <laughs> and she's performing so we love that for her we love a marketable athlete that just performs yes. on the court too here he is yes yes so that's a much better note so, that's yeah. a much better note we can't end there i think <laughs> it's still looming for me but it's fine yeah don't think about it. Don't think about it. <laughs> well that's our show we're not going to think about uh that anymore but <laughs> Thank you, Ari. This was amazing. WNBA talk is just good for the soul. Um, if you have any other W questions or just want to shout out your favorite W players, call us on our voicemail at 502-874-4453 or send us an email. I'm out of breath. Sorry. <laughs> at spinsters at bluewirepods.com to be featured on the show. And shout out to our amazing producer, Harry Kinsley. Hey, this is Tara calling from Knoxville, Tennessee, calling back from Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, since Jordan spoke WNBA expansion in existence, you know, I've been thinking about who should get the teams. Give one of them to Detroit or Houston, historically dominant, probably never should have lost their teams, et cetera, et cetera. But for the second team, we got to bring that shit to Knoxville, Tennessee. The College Women's Basketball Hall of Fame is here. It's literally a mile from my house. The University of Tennessee legend Candace Parker can come back for her like actual final season, like a second homecoming. I mean, legends have been born here. I'm not even I'm not even from here, but the city's gonna show up for a team. Uh, as always, shout out to the Spinsters, shout out to the Girlies, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.